Hallelujah. Great are you, Lord. Somebody say that. If you now, now I said you said it because I asked you to. Now say it if you mean it. All right, that's good. Man, what a beautiful crowd again. Man, God is just really blessing. People are coming back, and we're just getting uh, new people showing up every week, wanting to be a part of Kingdom Impact and what we're doing. We're so excited that you're here today. You're a big deal to, to me and a bigger deal to God. Um, tonight is our Funnel Cake Festival, so we're going to have a meeting at 2.30, so please be here by 2.30 so we, if, if you want to volunteer. Um, some of us will be around after church is over. We're not going to leave. We're just going to stay here and do some stuff. So, um, but if you want to be a part, please show up because we need all the help we can get because we are supposed to have it yesterday, but today there's going to be no rain. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be a little windy, but it's going to be a wonderful day. We're just believing that God will still help us and, uh, and help us to do what we're supposed to do and reach our community and love on our community. And um, we're just going to have a wonderful time together. And I want to thank the, the, uh, the whole entire leadership team. They've been amazing. Um, the creative leadership team, they have just gone above and beyond and everything. And yesterday, June and Cynthia came out and fixed the, the, the trailer out there, preparing it for tonight. And I'm just, man, we just got an amazing church, amazing servants, and amazing people who love God and just want to do what God wants them to do. So thank you, thank you, thank you for that. I have a message today called The Lord's Table. I have, oh, I just made that worse. Um, I uh, have preached on communion many times as far as, you know, having it in the service. I would typically preach a message, you know, and then talk about communion for just a, a couple minutes, and then um, I would, we would have communion. But, but today, God has instructed me just to, to spend about 20 minutes just talking about communion, what it means, misconceptions and stuff like that. I just want to share it with you. And I just feel the Holy Spirit's presence on this. And when I was studying it, Holy Spirit was just all over me. Just, I could just feel his presence as I was, it was, I was doing this. Communion is a big, big deal. Communion is a meal that heals, they talk about. You know, we're going to talk about this, and I'm going to believe that today God is really supernaturally going to just touch some of you. And I'm just praying um, that, that up until this point, that this may be, I pray, the most impactful communion service you've ever had. Not because I'm here, you haven't here, just because maybe you, got, you're, you are more enlightened on everything about communion. You know, and then um, at the end, we're going to have some of the worship team come back up and, and, and sing a little bit more, and then we'll be done. We're not going to stay long today, but I feel this is very, very important um, for us to share in the Lord's, Lord's Supper. The Lord's Supper or communion. Um, uh, some people call it the Lord's table. As a matter of fact, 1 Corinthians um, 10 and 21, it talks about the Lord's table. But if you look also, look right after the Lord's table, it talks about not taking the Lord's table and, and the table of demons at the same time. You know, so, so, is, so is it not hilarious how the devil tries to duplicate everything that God has? You know, it seems like he would try to come up with something on his own, Right? But no, the table of demons, you know. And so, so you know, there's there are people when they're doing witchcraft and all this kind of stuff, you know, they have their own communion. And we'll talk about that in a little bit about, the, about, the, about taking communion. But also it's called holy communion or, or uh, a cup of blessing in 1 Corinthians 10, uh, 16. The breaking of bread in Acts 2.42. And some people call it the Eucharist or the giving of thanks in Matthew 26. You know, and, and, and we give thanks all the time. Okay, and we remember Christ's death all the time, hopefully every day. Okay, but when you are taking this communion, I'm going to go ahead and put mine up here right now so I can do this and have it right here. 
Um, and I, I know we're only about 2.5% positive here in COVID in, in, in New Hanover County, but, but I came yesterday afternoon and put every one of them in a little packet for you. Personally, I did this. And so it's packaged for you. You rip it off, you open it up, and that way I don't want nobody to say, well, I don't want to touch it. Okay, well, it's all, it's all holy now, okay? We're going to pray over it anyway. But, but the thing is, is that when you're taking this, this juice and this, and this bread, there should be no more time that you're more thankful than this moment. When you're holding the body in your hand, not physical body, symbolic body in your hand, and you're holding a cup of juice, symbolic of his blood, there should be no more time that you are more thankful, hallelujah, than the time that you're holding his body and his blood in your hands, thinking about, God, you did this for me. And we need to think about that when that happens. The account is, in, is instituted in, of the ordinance of communion in Matthew 26 um, and Mark 14, Luke 22, and Paul talks about it in 1 Corinthians 11, 26, 24 through 26. I'm going to talk to you about communion from, from what Paul says the Lord showed him, okay? But then at the very end, I'm, I, I, my eyes have been opened this week. to something I, I've read it a million times. I just never caught it. It just, it just blew my mind on how we should take communion differently than what we, than what we do. Um, and I'm going to talk from Matthew's encounter because Paul's going to talk about what, God, what the Lord showed him, but, but, but Matthew was there. Okay, Matthew was there taking this communion, right? Um, and Mark and Luke, they, they, these guys were like at the table. And I want to talk to you something that happened at the table that Paul don't know about. Okay, but he was, he was instructed by God. And he, had, he tells such a powerful representation about what Christ showed him in, in, in Corinthians. It tells in detail about a lot of, a lot of instruction. Paul's very instructional. And, and God showed him this. And I want, to, I want to read this to you. And the elements are the body of the, uh, the, the, the bodies representing the bread and the blood and the cup. Um, and it's not specified that you have to use unleavened bread. Matter of fact, if you're at home, I don't want you to miss out on this moment, this holy, sacred moment. If you want to go into your kitchen and get you some bread, it doesn't have to be unleavened. It just happened to be unleavened on that table because they were doing the Passover. So you could take some bread um, or a cracker or whatever you have. Get you some juice. If you don't have juice, get you some water. I don't care. We're, we're going to pray over it and bless it and sanctify it. So I don't care if you got some coffee left over from this morning. Just, it's, it's a sim symbolization. I, we, you don't need to get religious about this, but you need, it need to be sacred. So whatever we have, we're going to pray and bless it and sanctify it or set it apart for communion okay so that's what's going to make it holy not what it is what we do with it right um so it says that th th this is this is also a permanent this well, you know what it, it says for us to do this in remembrance of me until i come this is a permanent thing this isn't something you just need to do once and then say okay it's not like you know well i'm saved or i'm baptized you know and and then i repent or you know but i, I don't need to do i don't really need to worry about that no more no it says do this until i come Okay, so we need to constantly be doing this, and that's why we try to do it here, you know, at least three or four times a year, if, if not more, if we can, because we want to constantly do that. First Corinthians, Paul says 11, 23 through 34, let me read this beautiful text. For I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. Powerful. On the night that he was betrayed, he, the Lord Jesus took, I'm not going to do this yet, I want to just read this to you, we'll do this at the end. On the night he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and gave thanks for it. He broke it into pieces. And said, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper saying, this cup is a new covenant. See, a covenant is not a promise. A, a, co a covenant is not a pinky promise. It's not a, hey, I, I'm probably going to. It's a covenant. It, 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 it's a guarantee. It, it's, it's, it's like written. It's, it's like etched in stone when you do a covenant. It's something that is not to be broken. 
This is a covenant between God and his people. An agreement confirmed by my blood. Do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. You know, so anyone who eats this bread and drinks this cup of the Lord unworthily, and we're going to talk about this in a minute because so many people take this wrong and they, they, they don't understand the scripture, drinks unworthily is guilty of sinning against the body of, and the blood of the Lord. This is why you should examine yourself before taking the bread and drinking the cup. If you eat the bread or drink the cup without honoring the body of Christ, you are eating and drinking God's judgment upon yourself. That is why so many are weak and sick that have been, and some have even died. But if we examine ourselves, we will not be judged by God in this way. Yes, I mean, yet when we are judged by the Lord, we are being disciplined so that we may not be condemned along with the world. Okay, so the first thing, I'll tell you eight quick things that, 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 that communion is, does, or what it's for, or misconceptions, and we'll, then we're going to break the bread together. Um, the Lord's Supper is, is to be turned for remembrance. 1 Corinthians eleven twenty five 25 says, do this in remembrance of me. The whole purpose of this right here is to remember Jesus, right, and, 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 the, and his death on the cross. The remembrance is commanded. It's, he said, do this. He didn't say, when you do this. He didn't say, sometimes do this. Maybe he said, do this in remembrance of me. And, that, and, and so that, that participation of that as a Christian is not a suggestion. If you're a Christian, you're commanded to take, take communion. And it's also designed to promote the communion of believers together. It's a bonding time. It's a time when we come together and take bread together as a family, and it bonds us together as a family in communion, a communion of believers. Number three, this, entail, this remembrance entails the action, action of, of, of the physical cup and the physical bread there of us taking communion and, and of the bread and the juice or the bread and the wine. You know, it's, not, it's, just not, just, it's not just saying, hey, I remember. No, you're saying, I remember, okay? And so it, 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 it is the physical eating and drinking symbolically designed to remind us that we got to spiritually depend upon Jesus and his saving benefits of his death, burial, and resurrection. Just as food and drink are essential to us at, for us to eat and, and live and breathe, we have, this is our spiritual food. This is the Word of God. The Word of God is spiritual food, but this is, this is a type of the spiritual food. This is the big food. This right here is, is pregame meal. Okay? You know when you're on, you're on the football teams, they're going to go out there and go into battle. They're going to get them a, a big meal, you know, a bunch of carbs, and get ready for that game so they have strength, right? Well, we're gonna, when you leave here today, you're going to go out on the battlefield, right? And when you take this communion, you are taking that, 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 that meal that, that is going to give you strength and encouragement and power and authority to go out there. Now, you know, and, 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 and we need to do that and, and do it often, okay? It, it's a personal remembrance. Jesus didn't say, when you do this, remember Abraham and what he did. Remember what Noah did. Remember what Isaac and Jacob did and, 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 and Isaiah and, and, and David. Remember what David did. No, he said, remember, do this in remembrance of me of what I did for you. I'm the one who gave my, my life for you. I'm the one who shed my blood for you. I'm the one who died that, on the cross for your sins. Do this. The focus is Jesus. Do this in remembrance of me. In remembering, in remembering there's confession. <clears throat> 
partaking of the elements we declare Christ gave his body and blood for me he died for me when you take this blood and, 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 this, and this bread his body you, you are saying I know what Christ did for me I know he did this for me and when you do that, number six, in remembering, the, we also proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. You are announcing the Lord's death until he comes. When you, every time you take communion, you are announcing, God died for me. We are announcing in this room, Christ died for us. It's just not, and it's just not a point of the past. It's not just a point to, to point to the past of when he died. It's pointing to the future as well, saying he died and he's coming again. So every time we take this bread and this cup, and, and, and we, we were saying, you know what? Hey, he died for me, and he's coming again. It, it's, that, it's that assurance of the future that he's coming back for us. Now, number seven, <clears throat> Paul says, don't take the Lord's table in an unworthy manner. And so many people, get, I, man, as a kid, and my, I used to feel like if I, if I had any sin in my life, if I had sin, if I did anything wrong, I was going to hell from the church because I took communion and I had that sin in my life. If you do some scripture search, and you do some search and some background and looking at what that scripture means, it's talking about taking it in an unworthy state, um, be, being complacent, lighthearted, playing with disregard, with disrespect, saying, oh, we're going to take communion? Oh, okay, cool, cool deal. Oh, I love grape juice. Is this Welch's? Uh, yeah. Oh, this is a cool little pack. Oh, is that bread? I hope it's nice and fresh. And you're not thinking of, you're not remembering him. That's what that's talking about. It's not saying that, if you, because if you're a sinner and you're taking this, what you're doing is you're saying, hey, Jesus died for me. That's a positive thing, that a sinner is taking the communion. It's, it's, it's making them remember. It's making them think about it, okay? And, and the thing is, you, but what it says is don't take it lightheartedly. Don't take it irreverently. Don't take it without respect. You know, Paul, Paul went on and said, you know, it says, because if, because it says you're sinning by not honoring. The sin comes from not being saved there. The sin comes from not honoring this sacred moment of what God's done in our lives. And take it light, honey, light, lightly. And we need to understand that, and we just cannot make a mockery of it. To partake in an unworthy manner, you're, you, you're, you're, you're taking it in disregard for other people, that are the body of Christ. You're taking it in, in, in disregard of the body of Christ. You are also possibly, you know, in some instances, like we talked about the, the table of demons, so that a lot of pagans, a lot of pagans will take communion. You know, is a mockery to the devil, him being their God. And then also, um, it's a flippant disregard for the elements that they represent. When you're just up here taking it, you're di you are taking and disrespecting God's death on the cross and the blood that he shed when you take it with no regard. So it says examine ourselves. So what are we examining? When you come up here and you're standing in line to, <clears throat> to get to that, you are, you, are, you are examining your mind. You're examining your motives. Why am I going to take this? You know, why, you're, I'm, I'm enjoying my attitude. Do I have a right attitude? You know, God, help me, God, get the right attitude to be able to take this right here. God, Lord, I want to take this because you died for me, and I want to think about you. I want to remember you. I want to take this blood. I want to think about the, the whipping that you took on the cross. I want to think about the blood that was shed only so I can be saved, so we don't need any more animal sacrifices. Your blood, God, is, is the reason I'm here today. And you just stand there, and you just pray, and you just commune, you just think about God. You know, you just don't, it's not a shot. You don't shoot it down and say, okay, we're done. We're going to go, go where we're we going to lunch at. Man, it's a sacred moment. And I think too many times in the past, um, not, not meaning, not meaning to, churches and people have taken this communion 
like it was just an act of obedience and that was just it. They didn't take in, in, in consideration how respectful and how, 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 how sacred this moment is that God asked us to do. And he says, as off as you take it. This is a meal that heals. You can take it every day if you wanted to. You can, you can go at home and you can take that. And you can take it at home with your wife. If you got healing, I, I know there's some people right at home. I told yesterday, I know Miss Paula Weller was, was, texted me saying she needs a prayer. And Miss Darlene needs a prayer. And I know, I know that, that Jay King just got out of, out of the, he had surgery the other day. And, you know, and we're praying. I, told, I texted them. I said, hey, get you some, 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 some communion elements and let's have, get online and have communion with us. You know, so you can have it at home, have it with your family. Call me. I'll come over and bring them, bring them myself. You think, matter of fact, you see I got these little brown cups up here. These are, this is made from olive wood from the, the, the city of Israel, of the country of Israel in, in Jerusalem. I bought these here for you so you could take them home. When you drink it, you take that little cup home with you. You can have communion whenever you want to with it. You know, and it's made from olive wood, from the olive tree. Okay, and, and it, come, it comes from Israel. I bought them in Israel for you, just for you, for you to be able to take that, and it'll be a special moment for you. Some of y'all, I think I did it last time I went, and some of y'all got, got that as well, you know, and, and, and be praying because we're going we're gonna to go back again next year because we normally go every other year, but we went on 2021, so we're going to go 2022. So go ahead and be saving your money up. Talk about me, talk, let's talk about that later so you can go there and be in the Garden of Gethsemane right where he prayed at, you know, right there and have communion in that, in that place. But, but, but here, here's what I want to tell you. Here's something that Matthew said that, that Paul didn't get because he wasn't there. Matthew 26, 20 through 22. When it was evening, Jesus sat down at the table with the twelve. <clears throat> While they were eating, he said, I tell you the truth, one of you will betray me. Here it is. You might have already seen this, but bam, it just opened my eyes up like never before. Greatly distressed, each one of the disciples in turn said, Am I the one, Lord? See, so many times we would be like Peter whenever he, when Jesus told him he's going to deny him three times. Oh, no, not me, God. No, 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 not me. We, we, sit in, we take communion thinking, oh, there's nothing. I ain't got, I'm good, man. I'm all good. No, we should walk in a posterity of, of humility to where we as Christians, born again, I don't care how holy you are. I don't care how much anointing you got in your life. I don't care how many people you got in your church. I don't care how long you've been a Christian. We should say, so, Lord, Lord, I don't want to betray you. Lord, I don't want to betray you, God. I don't want to betray you. I want to, I want to, is it me, Lord? I don't want to be that one. I don't want to. I don't want to be the one to betray you, God. I, I, my heart's, I want my heart to be pure, God. You know, it could, it's not necessarily a time for forgiveness. It's a time to be forgiven. But, but we, we, could, we could certainly, as you're walking up here, God, forgive me. God, I don't want to betray you. I don't want to walk in a way that's unworthy to you. I don't want to take this in this regard. God, I want to take this, and I want to, I want to know, God, Lord, that I know that I know. And I just want to stand up here, and I'll take this, God, with a clean heart and clean mind. So I just... I just purify my thoughts and God I, I don't want it to be me God I just blew my mind that every one of these disciples Peter James John all these guys they're like they're like hey was it me Lord wow I don't know about you but that was just spoke so powerfully to me and he said he went on and said he replied one of you has just eaten from this bowl with me will betray me for the son of man must die as the scriptures declared long ago but how terrible it will be for one of you who betrays me. It would be far better for that man if he had never been born. Judas, the one who would betray him, also asked, Rabbi or teacher, am I the one? 
And he knew he was. And Jesus said, and Jesus told him, you have said it. Hallelujah. Thank you for your scripture, Lord. We want to get to the place. We don't want to, we don't want to betray Christ. We don't want to turn our back on Christ. We don't want to backslide. And if you can come on up, Bruce, and begin just to play a little bit behind me, we're going to, we're going to bless this meal. But before I bless this meal, I want to give the opportunity for someone in the room that will say, Pastor Doug, I'm not a Christian. I don't know Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I want to be saved. I want to rededicate my life. And I don't, I don't know. I just don't feel, I don't feel the need right now to, to have everybody bow their hand, close their eyes, because this is a, a sacred moment. And I want you to be proud that I want, to, I want to receive Christ. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth. Okay? So is anybody in this room today that would say, Pastor, I'm not a Christian. I want, to receive, I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And I want to be saved today. I want to come back to God. I want to receive Jesus. Is there anybody at all? Just lick your hand up and say, I want to receive Christ. I want, Lord to, I want, I want to make sure I'm right. Okay. Then what I want to do is I want to go over here. And I want to bless this meal before we even begin. And Father... As a pastor of this church, God, and, and a minister of the gospel, God, ordained, God, by, by kingdom impact, I bless, it, this, this, I bless this juice and I bless this bread in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I sanctify it, Father, and I set it apart for communion only in the name of Jesus. Thank you for that, Father, right now. We bless your holy name. We love you, God. God, we are honored and humbled by you. And we stand here and say, Lord, is it I? I don't want to be that person. I don't think I am, but Lord, I just want to serve you. I want to remember you. I want to spend eternity with you. And we bless this meal. And I pray healing come from this meal. And Lord, I pray that, that, that someone walks closer to you today because of this meal. And I bless you. Father, and we honor you today for all that you've done. In the name of Jesus. Pastor Kevin, if you'll come down and get the bread and serve the people of the body when they come up. If you'll just, if y'all just come up and go around and come down this, first, this aisle right here and then go back around to your seats. We'll just come down this first aisle. They're going to play a little bit. And then we're going to, we're going, then I'm going to, we're going to take it together and I'm going to pray and then we'll be done. You can go ahead and begin to sing now a little bit, actually. What can go ahead and just begin to wash this. Go ahead and come on down and take serve. My sin, nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me stay reverent? Again? Hallelujah. Begin to pray and search your heart. open and get your bread out if you would.
with us. Thank you, Lord. We just search our hearts, Lord. We just give glory and honor and praise to you, Lord. We thank you for this moment, God, that the opportunity for us to be able to take the body and the blood and have communion and share with other believers in faith, God, and recognize your death on the cross. If you go ahead and open it up. If you are a senior or even younger and you're having a problem opening it up, that's fine as well. Just get somebody near you to help you with that. I think I put them in here too good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your name, Lord. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Does everybody have the bread? You got the bread there. Hallelujah. As they were eating, Jesus took some bread and blessed it and broke it into pieces and gave it to the disciples, saying, Take this and eat it, for this is my body. Take and bless it and eat it. Father, we thank you for your body. God, we thank you for your body that was broken for us. Your, your bones were not broken, but your body was ripped and torn to shreds. T 39 stripes, God. You took stripes on your back for, for our healing, for our wholeness, for our addiction, for our sickness, for our diseases. God, you took, you took your body was broken, God, for us so we could be whole and healthy, Father, and blessed. And I just pray over that in the name of Jesus, God, that everybody that is here that's taking communion, God, today or online, God, Father, that they are blessed, that healing comes to their body and it touches them and strengthens them, 
and, and, and encourages them today in the name of Jesus. And we remember, God, that day on the cross, Lord, symbolically, God, we remember that, Father, that you took those stripes, that you were beaten, that you had a crown of thorns in your head, God, and you were spit upon for us so we could be here today and be promised of heaven and, God, and be assured of our future. So then he took the cup. Take the cup now. He took the cup also and gave thanks and blessed it. And he gave it to each of them, each of them to drink, that this is my body, which confirms the covenant between God and his people. It is poured out as a sacrifice for, to forgive the sins of many. Father, as we're getting ready to drink this blood, God, symbolically, God, we know this isn't your blood, God, this is just juice. But God, we remember what your blood did for us. It saved us. You're, you're, when we ask Christ in our life, Father, Lord, when we ask you to come in our life, the blood is applied to our sins, and we are forgiven forever. It is thrown into the sea of forgiveness. We are saved today because you shed your blood on the cross. Your blood is not that of, of, of animals that coagulates. Your blood is eternal, and your blood is, is fresh every day. And your blood is every day fresh for our, our sins and for forgiveness of our sins, God. Thank you, Father, that you died not only for our healing and our wholeness, but, God, for our salvation so we can spend eternity with you in heaven. And we thank you for that today. Take and drink the cup. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just give God just a moment of praise for his cup and his bread. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Matthew 26 and 30 goes on and says, And then they sang a hymn and went on to the Mount of Olives. We're just going to sing this song one more time, and then we're going to sing, and it, re it reaches to the highest mountain about the blood of Jesus, and then we're going to be dismissed. If you know these songs, sing them. If not, just listen along. Listen to how powerful the words are and be blessed. And take this moment and just a couple more minutes of, of reverence and, and the sacredness. In Jesus' name. What can wash away my sin? Sing it with us. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the blood that makes me white as snow. No other fount I know, nothing but the
worship you we give you glory and honor and praise holy spirit we thank you that your presence is here we thank you that you're touching people and healing people god and thank you for the opportunity to be able to take communion today and share with other believers in christ and remember your body and your blood that was broken and shed for us god let us go today full of excitement and electricity god and favor god to be able to go out god and, and, and serve the world and love the world and let it fall over into night god when we come back for the funnel cake festival god let people see that we have spent time with you today god and bless our time together today and god we love you we honor you thank you abba father daddy we love you in jesus name be glorified amen and amen <laughs>